Hey, this is Black Sesame. We are just two girls who love our dramas and we invite you to listen and follow along with us. Right now we're watching, uh, what is, I always mess up the title. It's picking choosing, a- No, it's Choosing Spouse by Lottery. Yes. Japanese drama. Um, I'm just going to say right now, I think that this law is completely insane and ridiculous. Like I just try to imagine like what that would look like here. And it's just a hot mess. Like I get the motivation behind it, but I think Mm -hmm. it's completely insane. So you don't think that it would happen in real life? No, I absolutely think it would happen in real life. Like (laughs) I can, if Japan announced tomorrow that they were putting this law into uh, into place I would totally believe it I absolutely would believe it so check this out yesterday <laughs> <laughs> um I was looking on the internet and I stumbled upon an article from CNET and it says to boost birth rate Japan's government considers AI to match spouses what <laughs> oh my god Oh my God, that's completely insane. And I was like, what in the black mirror is this? That's crazy. What they've been watching this show too. <laughs> that is so insane. So okay, like, there's an article. So Japan birth rate has been declining mm-hmm. for a while now. And I know, like, they're one of the countries that has the largest population over 65. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been trying to do different things to increase the birth rate. And so one of the things they do is they have matchmaking services at, like, the different um, government, what do you call them? Like, here we would call them, like, counties. Um, like a province? Yes. So they have matchmaking services there where um, singles would plug in their preference mm-hmm. as far as when it comes to age, um, career, education, um, salary, that type of stuff. But they think that, you know, you can't really tell a good spouse just based off of that type of information. Right, And so they're proposing to put into, to get funding for the AI services where people will fill out a more in-depth questionnaire and then start matching that way. See, now I just read that article. You just sent it over to me and I took a look at it. That I can get on board with because it's not mandatory. Like the way that it's set up in this show just is completely bonkers to me like you don't have a choice you've got to do this or serve in the anti-terrorism department which what does that even mean um that's I think that's the part that I struggle with in in the idea of that Mm -hmm. but I do think that there are some really interesting characters and there are also some really interesting stories that start to emerge um, even in just these two episodes because I'll be honest the first episode I was like I don't know if I can get on board with this this 
idea is outrageous and I just really wasn't feeling anything about the characters like they're they were just bodies to me second episode I'm hooked like they they've got me well like the was it the form you have four main characters but then two like actual like main main characters Mm -hmm. and like like the same like I didn't really feel anything from any of the four main characters I kind of like the um, the government lady that was um, in charge of putting the bill together or like oh, uh-huh. the front of the bill. I mm-hmm. like her character more at the beginning of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with the four other characters, you have one that needs serious therapy and counseling <laughs> and deliverance. Understatement. <laughs> And then you have one that's in a toxic relationship with her mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so toxic. Can we just talk about like, let's pause <laughs> and just talk about how unhealthy that relationship is. I wanted to shake her mom in those few minutes that we got exposed to her. It was like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was suffocating. And like yes. even she felt suffocated, but she didn't know mm-hmm. how to like express. And so like the only way that she could do was like, well, I guess I'll move to Tokyo. Right. But then even then, like her viewpoint on kind of like what marriage should be mm-hmm. is highly reflected on like her mom and the relationship with her dad. Right. And like it it's interesting to me like it seems like you know like when her mom is talking to her and you can just like feel the toxicity between them um like when she's away from her mother there's also this sense of responsibility for her mm-hmm. which I would think like she would live in the like wanting to run and get away from everything you know connected to her mother um but then watching her think about marriage and engage with people it's so connected to her mother well wasn't it like in the first two episodes they have to write down like their requirement that would yeah was the deal breaker um and like for her it was an alcoholic or not Mm -hmm. necessarily alcoholic but if someone that drinks alcohol right which i was like everyone that drinks alcohol is not going to be your abusive father (laughs) And especially, so, in, like, that's part of, somewhat part of the culture, you go out for drinks afterwards. Right. Right. So, so she's already setting herself up for, hopefully, it gets better. And I think that she's probably going to end up with our young, rich male lead. Oh, the one who doesn't want to be married, Rando. Yes. That is named Rando, Yeah. Which I, it's really interesting to me. I I think, you know, his, first I have to say like his rejection of Nana in that first episode is so brutal. Like I hurt for her when he's like, um, I want someone that can be a mother and you're just. But what, what is motherly? Right. Like I was like, as compared to who, like, what was your mom like? How do you know what a mother is as a single male? 
walking so, around in the world when is motherly like, to you what basically how he was raised because i have notes about him i kind of like wrote him off like he's there mm-hmm. but he was he was kind of annoying oh yeah for sure he's my least favorite of the four right now and what about our boy touch hun the germaphobe with social oh. anxiety. Oh. Oh. Bless his Our heart. <laughs> Bless his heart. That's all I can say. <laughs> I oh, I just feel for him. It's painful to watch him. Painful. Like he's writing the blog. And I that's like his outlet for like what he can't like fully express but like I have hope that through writing his blog and like interacting like with the different dates and like just the different characters so like come out of his shell Mm -hmm. I I think I I I mean I do think that 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 he'll make progress that way I kind of want to understand where it all where his um anxiety and germophobia come from because it looks like he's devoted a significant amount of time to helping people like he talks about helping after I think it was an earthquake or tsunami I don't remember what natural disaster it was like you know he's got a good heart and Mm -hmm. I'm just like with with those weights on you how do you check out of it to like go help people but then in your day-to-day life you're paralyzed by those same things i can understand it's like a conflict within himself mm-hmm. that he's battling like it's like his two polar opposites so it was some type of trauma that maybe kind of like hindered him to being as outgoing or being the center of attention type thing yeah i'm also curious about his relationship with his mother because she keeps writing him letters you know, they don't really, they haven't really talked about that relationship yet, but it almost gives off that same, not toxic vibe per se, but there's a, um, I think it's a unique relationship. I don't think it's toxic. I think it's more of, she's wanting him to like branch out and like spread his wings, but Mm -hmm. making sure that he's okay at the same time. So Mm -hmm reassuring him like if you need anything that I'm here here's a tie for your first you know right type thing so I think like well that their relationship is a little bit better Mm -hmm. compared to the other three main characters yeah which is interesting to me that the other three main characters like all of their parental type familial relationships don't seem the healthiest per se well, no, because, like, Nana and, like, her grandmother mm-hmm. is, the grandmother is pushing her as far as, you know, you need to get married, it needs to be this type of person, this type of way, and, like, the dad's just there. Right, dad didn't say anything during that entire conversation. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I'm done, bye. But he yeah. didn't say that. <laughs> he was just, like, he disappeared. He was a ghost. So that kind of makes like where's her mom 
So if she was just raised by her grandmother and her dad and trying to overperform mm. or to live up to like a certain ideal, maybe that's why Ronbo mm-hmm. doesn't see her as like a mother figure. Mm. That's possible. I'm just, I really want to figure these, those two in particular out. I feel like they're the hardest to read right now, like Mm -hmm. where they're coming from and where they're going. So I'm interested to see how their characters develop through all of this. So going back to like just the law in general, Mm -hmm. I started thinking, what about foreigners or like people that hold a green card? So. I'll, I'll confess, I have jumped ahead a little, mm-hmm. and that is addressed. It is addressed, um, but I, I don't want to give anything away just yet. But they do. It is a top a point of conversation. Right? Like, well, even um, I think it, it was the second episode. Tachan, um, our our uh, germaphobe, is on a date with a woman, and she's overweight. I didn't think she was like grossly overweight, but um she ends up rejecting him like and so he asked to or she gave him her card on the date so they meet and he basically wants to know why this is now the second time he's been rejected and for her it has absolutely nothing to do with him she gave up her her hopes and desires to be married and focus her entire life on her career and her education. And so now her country's telling her she's got to get married. Like, how does that work? Like, what about those people? Well, like even that kind of bothered me too, because my thing on like with her is I can understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't have to lock away your dreams because it seems like she was also kind of regretting the choices that she made up until that point. Oh, absolutely. So like, it was almost kind of like, I've made this choice. I'm going to stick with this choice, even though I kind of regret this choice. Like, you don't have to, like, you can change your mind. It's okay. Exactly. (laughs) This is the perfect opportunity to change your mind about all of this. I wonder... Like I'm putting this in a like a real life kind of scenario, but I wonder how many of those people like just meet and they're like, look, I'm not interested in you. You're not interested in me. Let's just get married and like serve our time, if you will. Like stay married for a couple of months, get divorced. Cause if you're divorced, you can't go back into the lottery mm-hmm. and then peace out. We're done. Like, I wonder how many of them are considering that. Well, probably a lot, because, like, even before the law went into effect, a lot of people were going out on blind dates Mm -hmm. and, like, to do shotgun weddings. Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't have to participate in the law. Yeah. But then that's not sustainable either. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I wonder, like, how many people are like, forget it. I'm just going to. Like it, this, this whole law, like the logic behind it, like I get you want to increase birth rates, but forcing marriage on people doesn't, 
equal increased birth rates. Like there's, I think there's a lot of people who are going to opt for serving their time Mm -hmm. in the anti-terrorism and just steadily getting rejected for whatever reason. Like, like homegirl with the no alcohol, she can annul endlessly with that. You know, she could stay in the loop forever and not actually settle down with anyone with such a strict deal breaker like that. But then even like with, um, so we saw two people's deal breakers in the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. But like, even with Tatsu, like with his, at first he was like, I just want a nice person. Mm-hmm. And then his friends were like, that's lame. <laughs> that's so vague. <laughs> so like, I wonder what, like he ended up putting down. Yeah. And also what Nana put down. Yeah, because um, if I remember correctly, she tried to re- or she tried to annul her first person, right? And they were like, eh, "What you wrote as your deal breaker was so vague." Yeah, we couldn't honor that. So I wonder, like, what hers was, and then all that. To- oh, go ahead. No, I would bring up the reporter. Oh yeah. I have I think the reporter is actually the minister's daughter that's what I think so too but it was funny because like even like when she was writing mm-hmm. she was gonna write one thing and then she like erased it because she was afraid of hurting people's feelings right so it was like are you really committed to your job <laughs> <laughs> but I thought what she wrote what her deal breaker was it was so brilliant if someone doesn't want to get married or they don't want to be involved in that process to write something like must have a history of criminals in your family and who wants to own that like who's gonna yes I have a long line of criminals right <laughs> it all started with my great great grandmother she was the first one <laughs> like I come from a long line of thieves <laughs> like, like I just thought that was like a really well played loophole that she put there my thing is but why is it just to go against what's being done or like what is her main reason behind not wanting to participate because everyone that doesn't want to participate they have a reason why they don't want to participate Mm -hmm. well it'll be interesting to see what happens with her especially if the minister is her mother I don't know. It's interesting. Japanese dramas are very interesting. And that's why I think, like, I appreciate that they're, they tend to be on the shorter side. Mm-hmm. Because it's never what you think it would be. And they always make you think. Yeah. So that's always nice. Because you also have to be, I was kind of, like, worried a little bit at the start of this drama, too. Just because it was a Japanese drama. Because I had tried to start another Japanese drama mm-hmm. thinking that it was a rom-com mm-hmm. but it ended up being about human trafficking uh, oh in terms of rom-com Ooh, ooh! <laughs> how that's not funny how do you make that a rom-com so I was like this this is not okay no so not okay um I think I've watched one Japanese show it was a while back. It was a show on Netflix, Atelier. Um, mm-hmm. 
And that was fantastic. I thought it was really well done. So I was looking forward to this one. Like I said, the first episode, I was not sold. Second episode, they've hooked me. So I'm really interested to see where this is going. And I'll tell you from what I've watched so far, it's very interesting. And then now with this news about Japan introducing this AI to match people, that makes this even more interesting because as I'm watching, I'm like, this could totally happen. Like this absolutely could happen. And lo and behold, it it's real. Kinda is. Oh well, yeah, maybe they did take from someone in the government watched this drama like it and was like, hey, that's this a pretty isn't good such idea. a bad idea. <laughs> I I can you imagine like something like in the u.s trying to bring down a law like that like i i just think we can't even get people to wear masks like how are you going to get people to get married Mm -hmm. with all of our crazy differences and no it wouldn't work like i i had thought about like the whole matchmaking thing Mm -hmm. so there's certain cultures that do matchmaking Mm -hmm. and like i had thought about i was like this doesn't sound that bad because whatever I'm trying to pull up ain't working. Mm-hmm, exactly. So it would be nice if someone else did the work for me and be like, here, here's like a menu. Mm-hmm. And you choose. And if you don't like, we'll bring you another menu. <laughs> that would be amazing. I think that, um, you know, yeah, like you, I'm like, okay, well, what I've tried isn't working. So maybe I need someone to do the work for me. Like you do the research, you pick who you think um, would make a good combination. But I'll say that I'm fickle and I'm petty. So that's probably the real reason why I'm single (laughs) and none of this would work for me. I'm excited to see where this show goes. And especially for the, our main male lead, I want him to come Mm -hmm. out of the spot. And I'm pretty sure they're going to pair him with Nana. Mm-hmm. So I want to see how that actually works out. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm I'm also curious to see. I think his blog is bringing him out of his um, shell. So I'm really interested to see his development there. And then also his friends. His friends are kind of funny. Yeah, I, I like his friends. And especially like the... Um, the the more attractive of the two friends who mm-hmm. is still very much an introvert and not excited about this law which i'm was quite honestly surprised that he was alone and not looking forward to you know being paired up with someone so what is his reason i i honestly don't know <laughs> It'll, i guess we're gonna find out But that's all I have. Me too. Well, I think I'm I'm excited about where this is going. Um, I think this will be a good drama. And I hope um, anyone who's listening will watch along with us and leave us your thoughts and any insights you've got on um, anyone who's um, listening is also going to join us in this journey of watching the show. And um, if you've got any insight as to Uh, your thoughts on this mandatory law and what that looks like in real life and uh, and or the character development and their different quirks I definitely 
I think both of us definitely want to hear from you and hear your thoughts on all of this as we journey along. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. This is Black Sesame with your host, Vanessa and Sandrine. See y'all next time in Drama Land. See ya.